Whoa. Hi. It's not the Outlab. <laughs> I made another podcast, um, except this one's going to be better, hopefully, and maybe last more than... I think we made I had three... to do it to him. Had to do yeah, it to him. Yeah, I had to do it to him. I think we made three real episodes on the Outlab, but this... Is the this last. is the first episode. <laughs> no, it's the first <laughs> one, and not the last one. This is Shrimp Hours Presents. Um, I got... Ooh, which way do I point? I got oh oh I got Cody with me. I got Slap with me, and I got Rusty with me. You know him. Uh, Ed was supposed to be here, but I'm pretty sure he's asleep. Yeah, dead. he's dead. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll show up halfway through and just bring maybe bring a whole different vibe once he pops in. I'm also reusing the theme song because it's a banger. Thanks, Rusty. Alright, uh, we have a bunch of goofy bits planned for you, um, that's, that's, that's kind of it. Uh, let's start, let's start with my first bit. Um, if we make more than one episode of this show, I'll make fancy graphics and everything, but our first bit is predict the future. This is the bit in each show where we basically make, um, you know, goofy predictions of what racing is gonna be like next year. So then we can bring the clip up next year and we look like idiots. Or we don't. Maybe we're right, maybe we're not. Um, but I figure the uh, the in-the-news thing to talk about is the NASCAR street course at Chicago. Replacing Road America. Rest in peace. Um, does anyone have any, any predictions they want to make for either how the Chicago street course is going to go, if it's going to last, and if it's going to change the, the face of NASCAR as... Um, doomsayers are, are going on about. I mean, to add to that, do we want somebody to talk about their Road America love or uh, displeasure first? Displeasure? What displeasure? Yeah. There may not be any Road America displeasure. That's blasphemy around these parts. Not on my third podcast. Uh, first off, I want to say, like, everybody's saying that uh, Road America, like, it, it sucks, it's a terrible race, it's a parade lap or whatever. That's because... NBC and Fox are kind of shitters when it comes to broadcasting road course races. Like even Sonoma sucked. That was on Fox and Watkins Glen on on NBC is like, eh, I don't care. You know the Daytona road course race a little while ago, uh, back in 2020, 2021. You know I didn't I didn't care for the presentation of it. I think it has a lot more to do with TV just not being able to make a road course work. But if you if you've actually like been there, you've been at that racetrack. It's so much fun. Like even the race itself. You know, we were up in turn five. We're going to see like uh, you know two or three corners. So we had a, a big screen in front of us, so we could see the other parts of the track and all that. But uh, I mean, I, I thought it was a great race. I thought it was awesome. Uh, both years I went there, and uh, I don't have any complaints about it. Yeah, we're not we're not taking Road America slander today. I'm sorry, it's not happening. Not from the four of us who were there together. No way. Yeah, last compare year. that track to other tracks on the schedule, especially the road courses. Uh, I think it outperforms Sonoma year over year. Uh, I still feel like it has a little bit of potential in it, uh, especially if they ever get rid of stages in NASCAR. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. They had a hundred thousand I mean, people show up. That's, a, that's like a, both years. Yeah. Yeah, but NASCAR doesn't get a cut of that. That's all Road uh, America's income. Uh, yeah, they they've been the rumor is that they got so much turnout the last two years for just NASCAR, they're able to repave the whole track for next year. 
for NASCAR to not be there. I mean, I guess yeah. Xfinity's still going to be there, right? Yeah, Xfinity's oh, probably yeah. still going to be there. Trucks, uh, we don't know yet. Probably and, uh, and, you know, I, I guess other series are going to be there, you know, Mazda and stuff like that. Supercars, yeah. I hope the right. truck comes back. Not Supercars, Trans Am, we're already sounding we're already sounding too much like a like a regular ass nascar podcast i want some stupid predictions is the chicago Mm. race going to be a banger is it going to be a snoozer what do you think i suck really no 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 i think it's going to be hot i think it's going to be it's going to be me and cody went down lakeside drive that place is bumpy as fuck they got to repave it they have not done anything lakeshore boulevard is basically speedway or speed bump boulevard as i call it yeah dude it it is shitty It's that good. dude, do you know how bad the the little exhibition places where they run the the Indy cars in Toronto with the the Pinty series, and those races are damn good. I think, I think it's gonna be goofy. This is it's like a half like... mile long straightaway. Between the uh, between just all the right hand turns and just like the the sweeping turns, I don't know if there's gonna be too many places to pass with these stock cars, and it's. Perfect. I don't know. I think it's gonna be boring overall, but it's gonna get set up by a late race caution. We're gonna have a restart. And it's just there's it's gonna, gonna be, be an exciting. Yes, yeah, somebody's gonna punt somebody else. Ross Chastain's gonna punt like Chase Elliott or something on the last lap, and then he'll win. And then everybody's like, "Oh, it's a great race!" They were so glad we lost uh, Road America for this. Oh, well, they're, they're gonna take the first two stages, kind of figuring out, tiptoeing around, and, and then the final one, it's just all out, just out for blood, de- death. Yeah, yeah. all for blood yeah. in the third a stage. Blood bath. And we're getting we're getting full course reds that last half an hour minimum. <laughs> Like, like, I, like, I just and I also feel like you could put these guys in any track for the first time and they're going to figure out how to put on a show the second time they go back maybe not but they're going to figure out a way to make this race feel like a classic like in my opinion I feel like the Roval was not that great of a race till they got to that third stage and then that turned into a, a banger for multiple reasons Uh, I feel like the same thing yeah, I agree I agree I think it's going to get goofy but it's going to be like a good kind of goofy Um, the the one track concern I think that has like been legitimately posed is the fact that they have like a 90 degree turn in an intersection and then they go around the track a little bit and then they have another 90 degree turn in the same intersection. Like yeah. it does like a little like a like a I don't know how to show this, but it goes, you know, the track goes back in on itself. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a figure eight that doesn't make a figure eight. It like runs no, into there's itself. There's no runoff. Like it's the longest straight on the track, and there is just no well, runoff that's, space. That's kind of like the Roval. That's kind of like the Roval. And now I'm going to make a bold prediction again. Brad Keselowski in 2023 leads the army off the cliff again, <laughs> going into turn one and just wrecks everybody. Yeah, you make up a good point. If someone has like a hung throttle or loses their brakes or something, if they plow through that or a barrier, wheel falls that off. intersection, they're basically plowing through into into the track on the other side like well, well it's, gonna, it's go gonna be like four, four or five oh. layers of tires hey, in there you, you and, said and wacky and predictions chase, chase all right, all right, all right. plowed into those tires came back and won someone's gonna go through the wall at that intersection that's my no, no, no. <laughs> that's no that's a good wacky prediction i like it um do we have, i think do we have any, we have any bodies think... of water close to the the yes. I didn't look. yes. Yeah, Lake Michigan. Yeah, right there. Walk away from Lake uh, Michigan after turn three. If they go straight on turn three, there's a lake. I'm still hoping that uh, Nash, uh, IndyCar Nashville has somebody go off the bridge before uh, <laughs> I, before somebody in NASCAR goes off into the lake. I'd like to see that in a video game, not in real life, sir. 
Gotta have the scuba guys on hand. Maybe though. Alex Polo, since he's like burned every Prepared bridge he has, that. can like uh, burn the last bridge <laughs> off of Nashville. <laughs> All right, my goofy prediction might not be that goofy, but I think we're gonna have a bang of a race. I think we're gonna have like two or three guys going at it in the last few laps, bump and runs, battles everywhere. It's gonna be like a, a great time, and fans are then gonna want more of it. Especially the fans who are like, oh, NASCAR doesn't belong on a street course, whatever, whatever, whatever. They're going to be turned. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be like Coda this year where, you know, it's kind of like a eh, ho-hum sort of race. And then in that final two laps, it's just like a banger. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, this is the greatest road course ever. We got to like have this forever and all this shit. That was exactly uh, the point I brought up on Twitter earlier because my... I mean, I, I don't want to be against the street course idea, but the thing that really bugs me is that we're sacrificing Road America as a result. And I was saying, like, I'd much rather get rid of Coda on the schedule because it's a road course. There's already a race down in the Texas market with the all-star race. And, yeah, people are quick to forget that it was basically a monsoon that set up a just a carnage race the first year. And then this past year, it was pretty boring, all things considered, until we got to that final restart where... Uh, Chastain bodied Almendinger and Bowman out of the way to get his win. And yeah, you forget how boring the rest of the racing was, aside from a monsoon and just a f exciting final two laps. Yeah, that, that first race, the, the highlight of that was Cindric, you know, just beating the pants off of everybody in the rain with slick tires. Yeah, that was the thing I remember from that. And then the monsoon, and then everybody had to stop it, and Chase Elliott won, and then, you know, the second race i don't remember a damn thing until chastain got up there and just bodied a couple people and ran away with the win all right do we have room for any more bold predictions or goofy predictions all right, I got what one. to me this signals the end of the integrity of the cup series season and schedule they're going to continue to progress towards exhibition events getting away from like a point system style okay. away away from paved ovals away from the roots away from everything that built the sport up all the tradition they're going to continue doing these street courses stadium races random dirt races like i i, I feel like walk uh, not Watkins Glen North Wilkesboro is coming up i i just feel like they're they're setting themselves up for these one off events that like they never have been to before that just kind of like manufacture entertainment for 36 weeks out of the year um i mean in my opinion they're going to cut that back in the future but my opinion is it plays into the playoffs the one-off championship and all these just gimmick races is this is the beginning of the exhibition series do you want to call it the exhibition era i yes that honestly era. if they're for points i don't mind it especially if they That's like a, do stuff should, like it shouldn't be for points. It should not be for points. Why? Why not? Why not? It's an it's a one-off gimmicky exhibition race. This isn't NASCAR oval racing. This is not NASCAR. That's not NASCAR. Pinties puts on bangers, but this isn't the Cup Series who had a hundred fifty thousand people showing up back in the day. This, this there's a reason why we got thirty thousand people in an oval an oval stand. We're calling that a sellout. We're getting away from what made it what it should now, be. And now hold like up. Hold up. I think this is NASCAR dipping their toes in the water, having like three exhibition races a year so that they can drum up support for the other ones. And then, you know, Daytona had 101,000 people in the stands for their Daytona 500 and then, you know, 50,000 people down in the infield and all this crazy shit. So I don't think they haven't abandoned the, the 
bread and butter that got them here. They're trying to like drum up support for that. This is something that will lead, uh, hopefully, for NASCAR to say, hey, we got these other races going on, these big ovals in uh, Las Vegas and Fort Worth and all uh, Kansas City and all these other places, Charlotte and Atlanta. Go check those out, too. You know, this is this is essentially just bait. You know, uh, yes, the L.A. Coliseum right. race is bait. Yes, the the yes. Chicago race is bait to try to get people in, into watching the regular 100%. stuff. I, I 100% agree with that. It's, it's I, not going to be a majority of the schedule, though. Like, I don't think there's... Well, this I, is, this, I, hey, this is yeah, I think that was something time. you were trying to, like, say. Yeah. Like, this is, like, going to be their main focus. I was like, no, I think this is just going to be bait. I, I just... Pl- I just... I I thought with the Coliseum as you get the new fans, the new audience, that was perfect. But now I feel like it's the exhibition era and that's just new NASCAR. That is, it is what it is. So tradition is gone. I think it's just exhibition era. That's my prediction. I'm okay yeah. with it. And to it's go with that, yeah, I've, I kind of really have thought of that in the back of my mind in the recent years that the way the trend is going, it seems like, like 10 years from now, there might be maybe a half dozen like permanent tracks on the schedule, like Daytona, Bristol, Darlington, Charlotte, maybe, and then yeah, it's just going to be a rotating, uh, just Rolodex of just. That'd be great. I love like, that. Kind of like Road America might even be a little preview. Like, hey, we'll yeah. try this track out just for a couple of years, yep. and then we're just going to move on to something else. I like it. I like that. I do like that. All right, but I mean, to be fair, IndyCar does that now. Do they? I mean, they have like a, a a set list of tracks, and like there's. Yeah, a third of the the schedule is always up for debate any given year. You know. That's true. All right. All right. That was predict the future. Thanks for predicting the future. We did sound a lot like a regular NASCAR podcast for most of that. Uh, this is our last episode. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first and last episode of Shrimp Hours presents moves on to our second bit. Uh, once again, if we ever make more than one episode, this is where the graphic goes. Welcome to Cody's Animal Planet. Cody, if you don't know, (laughs) Cody does video for dirt tracks, and he goes around the country visiting dirt tracks, and there are some real animals (laughs) at these dirt tracks. Cody, let's hear about your experiences recently. Oh, God, I'm being being put on the spot. uh, Yeah, a little bit. I got an all right one. I've had way worse experiences in the past, but uh, this one I'll have to do for now. Um, the most recent race I went to was the Summer Nationals at, uh, what the hell track were we at? I don't even remember at this point. I gotta look at my schedule. But it was somewhere in Indiana. No, right. Ohio. Was it? Maybe. One of, the, one of them useless states, yeah. Hold on, cut this out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Summer Nationals <laughs> at Oakshade. It was Oakshade Raceway. And, uh, yeah, they haven't had the Summer Nationals here, I guess, ever. So, uh, it was a pretty big event for the track. I mean, the Summer Nationals is a fairly big deal, but it's not like the Eldora Million or like a crown jewel race or anything. It's just a pretty, like, hectic, uh, grueling summer tour where they just go to a shitload of tracks, like, in a uh, month and a half, two-month uh, span. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, the uh, it was weird because this one track in particular, normally gates open, like, 3, 4 or so p.m. They had the gates open 10 a.m. the previous day, and you might be asking, why would they do that? Basically, so people can go in, get their tickets, and grab, like, their blankets or their duct tape, whatever, and stake out a spot in the stands. Well, the problem is, when you're a camera broadcast company, like, when you're working alongside with Dirt Vision, like I was, like, we gotta get there, like, noon or so and start setting up all our stuff. We get there, and there's basically 
nowhere to set up. The entire grandstands, like oh my god, caution tape, duct tape, blankets, tarps, just everything that animals. That's crazy. What the heck? They just let people like scout their zones. So yeah, we uh (laughs) eventually had to like this little small section near the press box. There was like a few rows that was available kind of for us, but it was like right in the middle. So we basically like took the people's stuff that was on the back row and just slid them forward and took their spot. They were cool about it. They were fine. They were understanding. They were like, hey, yeah, we'll rather have the same view just a couple rows down rather than standing looking at your guys' backs all night. But anyway, uh, when I went back to my car and just left the post unattended for a split second, I had this uh, row of the cases kind of like two rows in front of us just have a little bit of buffer. So if anyone stands up, we can at least like see over them. Some dude just took it upon himself to shove the cases over, oh my go God. over our caution tape that we had blocked off, and just make himself a little section uh, blocked <laughs> off, like kind of like in our area that we had blocked off. Which I was like, you know what? It's fine. This dude's down in the corner. Like he's kind of just all things considered, even though he's in our space, he's kind of out of the way. So, uh, like nothing really too like animalistic came out of it, but uh, I guess <laughs> Rusty's dying. <laughs> The worst that he started doing these people. <laughs> like, he had one of those, uh, like, portable, foldable chairs he can bring in on, like, the bench seats, kind of, kind of oh, have yeah. a little bit of a backrest and an armrest, which is fine. But then, uh, yeah, since he decided to squeeze himself a little space into our space, like, kind of slowly throughout the night, he just kind of started making himself more and more at home. Oh, started my God. Stretching out further back. <laughs> we had... Yeah, he had a, like, and the row behind him, we had, like, a like, tripod bag, which is kind of padded, and eventually he discovered that. He's like, ooh, this is a nice little pad for my shoulders back here, my elbows. <laughs> and the case that, because I had these cases, uh, like, strategically positioned so no one would be in there, and he must have, when I was gone, yeah, like, shoved them over and, and made himself a little spot. And, yeah, those cases that he shoved over, then he's like, ooh, this is a nice little armrest for myself and yeah space to put my uh, food and drink and stuff <laughs> just you know? on your like expensive camera cases oh well, they weren't nachos. mine they were the dirt visions if they Still. were like my yeah it, it was annoying but if they were like my personal ones rather than like dirt visions i would have probably been a lot more bothered by it but it's like it's not my stuff it's not going in my car <laughs> when I'm done with and it, yeah it's that put was pretty much meat it. on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like insanely like drastic about this story, but I guess like the last little details. This dude was one of those like fifty or like mid fifties dudes that was wearing sandals with his nasty feet, and he kept stretching them out and getting them awkwardly close to the group of uh, oh. in front of him. The yeah, corns was, out and all that yeah. bullshit. Like I said, when he realized, like when he was like, "Ooh, this is a nice little cozy space I got," he just started to slowly stretch out and just make himself at home more and more. Oh my god. Uh, that was, that was pretty much it for that. <laughs> I know I've had a lot worse, but that was the that's most a, recent one. That's a solid Animal Planet segment. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that. So we'll just, if if we ever make another episode of this show, we'll get Cody to, to tell us, recount more tales of dirt track animals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next segment on the list is Caleb's McDonald's update. We asked our pal Caleb to give us an update of what the heck is going on in McDonald's. That's that's basically all I said. I said record a quick video, what the heck happens in McDonald's. Uh, and he did. So thanks to Caleb. I, I have not seen this. 
<laughs> I haven't seen this either. I haven't seen this all the way through, but here we go. Hey everyone, this is Caleb from uh, McDonald's, and uh, I'm the manager. <laughs> and apparently, I'm here to tell you how being a manager works at McDonald's. So, uh, we're walking through some wacky things and get started. Okay, this right here McDonald's. is our cooler. This is where you put all the stuff that is cooler than the uh, the freezer. This is like, also upside uh, down. Pancakes. He so flips some of this stuff. The freezer I don't know why. empty. You ask me. And why is it so loud in here? Well, that's our freezing unit, and that thing keeps this thing fairly cold. You might be asking, why is it so empty, <laughs> and why is it so loud? Well, it's so loud because thing. that's our freezing unit, which keeps this thing sorry, at about negative oh. three degrees Fahrenheit, which is something I don't know in Celsius because they don't teach me that in school. Anyways, he said he had to edit so it, but I didn't realize. We're about to have our truck delivery, and our truck delivery is right now. Caleb, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That ended a little bit abruptly. Now we're leaving. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get in my car. As you see, I've I've done that, and then uh, I'm going to drive away and forget about this place. And yeah. And just like that, it's time to leave. The truck's been put away, and I'm not showing you because it's six o'clock, and I'm leaving, and I never want to see those golden arches ever again. <laughs> Alright, uh, that's Caleb's McDonald's. <laughs> to be fair, I told him like the day before, like, dude, just film something. <laughs> that's what he gave us. <laughs> hey, hey, in, in the middle of summer, if you're working at a fast food joint, like the freezer unit is the best place to take your 30 minute break. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, fair. I, See, I don't know these uh, things. Dude, dude, I would spend the whole 30 minutes in there and I still would like come out and be like, man, I'm not fully cooled off yet, man. Let me back in. Let me back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone that works in the freezer section as a grocery store for a couple years, it's miserable in the winter, but oh man, it's nice in the summer when it's hot. I do, dude. When day. you go and stand in front of the freaking fryers in the middle of the summer and they don't have the Zaxby's, I'm going to call them out. I, I worked at Zaxby's. Zaxby's had the worst AC unit. And you always had the same stupid ass fucking district manager roll through and like order something, and not even tell you she was a district manager. She had like a rental car or something, so you wouldn't notice her car. And then be like, oh, your drive time's too slow. I got one extra chicken finger. I got uh, half an ounce too many fries or whatever. Like, and you're a like, let quiz. me take my break. I'm taking my break early. I'm, let me sit in the the freaking <laughs> freezer for like thirty minutes cool down and then like go back out and go back to making 750 an hour <laughs> speaking of ac this is off subject but i just All learned right. today and whatever slaps making he might need to make more do you know that they do not have ac units in any of those uh ups trucks like it's just not they, in their they, they recently added a little propeller to some of the newer units on the back of the uh cargo area that circulates some air into it, but the, yeah. that little propeller is like literally this big. Do you mean a yeah. fan? I saw I've a video pop up. as a propeller before. It's a propeller, but it, it, it's not powered by anything except the movement of the car. Oh my as, God. As the car That's moves, it'll yeah. blow air into it, but if you stop moving, it doesn't blow any air into it. and. They're like, oh, it, it lowers the temperature in the back of the, the uh, cargo area by 10 degrees. 
uh, yeah, but it's 15 degrees hotter than it is outside. So it's uh, you've only <laughs> only cut it down. You've you've Jeez. made it go up by five degrees only instead of 15. Dude, yeah, these guys a... charge me like 150 bucks to get a package across the border, and they can't put freaking fans, like not that's even a powered I... fan. That's what I dream. There, there, I so there is a powered that. fan in in half of the cabs of uh, UPS trucks. Wow, but that's a fan put, blowing around hot sauna in, air. They're either mounted in front of the windshield where the air is you know hottest. Yeah, from from. Being I'm talking up by about the windshield, it. or mounted up high where the air is nice and hot up there. I'm talking about getting like AC all the hot air in there. Yeah, yeah. They don't have any AC units in any oh, of the. Oh uh, God! It's like, oh, it's it's inefficient. It's gonna escape. It's like, so what? Those trucks have bad gas mileage. How much worse is it gonna get with an AC unit? And yeah, yeah those the trucks air is gonna escape like five or six miles to the gallon. But just the <laughs> just the cool air just blowing on you while you're driving, even if it's escaping out the door. I mean, that's gotta be some sort of relief. I the reason this got brought up is because I saw a video pop up on my suggested today of like I a viral video of that yeah, UPS driver fainting from like yeah. heat exhaustion. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, yeah, I never even realized that those trucks do not have AC and slaps running around working ten, eight hour days sometimes and just 110 degree heat down in the cell that's like jesus christ and half the trucks don't even have fans in them jesus and, and the, the half that do it's either mounted in a place where it's right up next to the windshield where it's only collecting hot air and like blowing it back at you that's hotter than the human body temperature oh, and our uniforms are these dark brown uniforms that just absorb <laughs> the sunlight so nicely the trucks yeah. too the <laughs> trucks must be just ovens but you gotta yeah, propel the, it at the, least <laughs> the, the tops of the trucks are like a a, a white uh, fiberglass, but that doesn't do anything except to reflect heat inside the truck. Oh, God. Do but the hey. uh, HelloFresh boxes emit any cool air from the... Uh... <laughs> no, no, they get lots of leaky meat. <laughs> <laughs> have you had, like... If you, if you have a HelloFresh uh, uh, sponsorship or whatever, and you're getting HelloFresh... Like, just let it be known, all those drop on Monday, and we don't run anything on Sunday. So those have been sitting in a hot-ass warehouse for a full day and a half before they finally get moved on Monday. And when they get moved on Monday, they're sitting in the back of a UPS truck that's hot as shit and has no <laughs> cooling unit in it. And you're just hoping that the uh, the dry ice inside of it... Uh, basically last long enough so that the leaky meat or whatever, the raw meat <laughs> doesn't turn rancid on you by the time it gets to your front door. Just it, imagining it's... the meat juice in the back of the UPS truck Dude, cooking every, throughout the day. Every, every, oh. every driver has some uh, story of how leaky meat juice got onto the back shelf. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And putrefied and like made his whole truck smell like shit for like I three weeks. Say, trucks must smell awful. And if there's just leaky meat juice just, in, <laughs> just, just marinating in the baking sun just all day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But hey, but hey, people keep ordering it. It's the same people year after year. One of the same people year after year. I don't know what their return policy is or their replacement policy, but it must be good <laughs> because people keep <laughs> keep ordering it. I got one guy who's been ordering like HelloFresh for dead ass five years. 
Oh my god. Five years he's been ordering it, and I, be, I keep delivering it to his house every Monday, and That's he loves the customer. shit out of it. Big, uh, big leaky meat juice fan. <laughs> meat. <laughs> All right, next segment on the show. Uh, we don't have. <laughs> It's not the leaky meat segment. YouTubers are getting sponsored by that, and I just pushed them all under the bus. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting a sponsorship anytime soon. I think. Hey, but most of the time it, it turns out all right. Most of the time, people keep ordering it. All right. Day, day after the every, every Monday is the same people week after week. So you know, props where props are due. Listen, HelloFresh. If you want to prove that your your meat and your foods don't get ruined in a UPS truck. Call me up. Hit me up. Send me some food. We'll make it happen. Keep sending it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next segment. Of, uh, I don't have a funky name for this one because we came up with it about two minutes after the show was supposed to start. This is called What Games Replaying This Week? What games are you playing this week? Cody, I know you were gone for a lot of it. Oh, you're over here. <laughs> what, what games are you playing this week? Uh, been lots of beam when I've been right. free chilling at the house. That's pretty much it. Little Rusty? fall guys, dude dudes. Tons of fall guys every single night. I mean, we're creeping up on 700 hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, laughing about it, man. 700 uh, hours of fall guys. Yeah, Hold on. I mean, they, they, they started off the new season a little, a little weak, but uh, the last week or so, they've kind of changed the playlist to be more uh, engaging. Uh, okay. That's another word for, for addicting. And they yeah, switched they up the store. Yeah, so it's been uh, a little bit more fun. Uh, I've recently learned they have skill-based matchmaking, which is a betrayal to your entire fan base. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't have skill-based yeah. matchmaking in Fall Guys or any game unless there is ranked. I will die on that hill. So, Fall Guys, you got to remove it. I got seven hour, hour, 700 hours. I know what I'm talking about. Get it <laughs> out of there. I just, I just did the math. 700 hours divided by 24 hours. That is 29.16 straight days you have played Fall Guys. It's a month of Fall Guys. A month of Fall Guys. <laughs> We've also played a little bit of Slapdick, too, so we're having a good, good time with that free game. It's a free game, too. So we, do, we, do, we do like some, some Slapshot Reloaded, or Slapdick, rebound. as we call it. Slapshot oh, Reloaded. Oh, it is, it is Rebound. Damn it. Reloaded. Well, we we call it slap dick heroes, so I'm not really that. I don't <laughs> slap use the dick, actual slap name of the shot, game that much. Whatever. <laughs> slap shoes. What were you playing? Uh, a lot of Fall Guys. A lot of uh, Team Fortress Two. Oh yeah, you're old. What, what keeps bringing <laughs> back you? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ass game type. I'm All sure right, it was. So, so, so no, Valve has like abandoned the uh, uh casual and competitive servers and all that but you can still find great games in the uh community servers like uh sky all you can go to uncle topia there's great stuff there where they you know ban bots as soon as they find them and all that um and it, it's still just as fun as it was back in 2012 in 2013 um i've kind of morphed from a pyro main to a demo main which is uh, yeah, still really fun for me because I used to play uh, Junkrat and uh, Overwatch, and that's that's always been my favorite. Sure, you know that's always been my favorite like type of character, the guy who can like launch himself seven thousand feet in the air and do the, all this high damage and all this shit. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've still been playing uh, demo main, been playing twenty four seven Dust Bowl servers. 
Those are still fun as fuck, and I don't care how how old of a shitter you are at uh, Team Fortress 2. 24-7 Dust Bowl servers are the way to go. It's the best map that they ever made. It's the best map from the OG uh, five maps that they launched with. Those are the best ones they got. All right, so to the one dude who's still watching this who has played TF2, shout out to you. That, that was for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, honestly never played it, so yeah, I'm neither. When did you shrimp play TF2 for the first time? It's free to play now. Oh, I I bought it in 2012, and then like six months later, it became free to play. So it felt Ooh. betrayed after that. Ooh, if you want to see us play TF2, write a comment. <laughs> uh, if you don't, don't bother. Um, I've been if playing. If you do, hit week. me up That's on Twitter. It. Yeah, slap slap cares. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Dirt 2. I love Dirt 2. Dirt 2 is an all-time game. Uh, best sucks. main menu of any racing video game, period. I'd make a whole video on it if I had the time. Uh, and then I played Sniper Elite 4 for the first time with Ben last night. It's like kind of goofy. It's like it's like Hitman. You just shoot dude's balls off. Yeah, you you can you can go you can go through a guy's testicles is. and they'll do the X-ray thing of it. It has like an it's, animation. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, Mortal Kombat uh, 10. Oh. It has like slow mo animation and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like Today I learned a hitman with like less intense strategy, in my opinion. As someone who's played the game for like one hour, it was fun. Anyway, that was uh, what games were you playing this week? Um, the next segment is a very short one. Uh, it's the worst paint scheme of the week. Because basically, I'm gonna call it whoever showed up to a racetrack with the ugliest car. Um, focusing William on Byron NASCAR. Raptor. Did we get to call uh, that? Wasn't this too? week. If you have one, yes. If you have one, you want to call out, send an image in this Discord, and I'll put it on the screen. I was gonna say, I might have to start wandering the pit specifically looking for the ugliest car at these tracks. <laughs> that, if if you're at too. some goofy dirt track and you find some really ugly car, please do. Dude, there are um, some real pieces of work at this last place <laughs> because. For some reason, they had like 60 entries, so like 60 fucking cars showed up for this random-ass race at Oakshade. And yeah, some of them were were gorgeous race cars. What, did they just have like Frankenstein just, jobs? Just just anything you can imagine that can make a car look <laughs> unesthetically pleasing. Um, There wasn't a whole lot of ugliness at New Hampshire this week. In the NASCAR side of things, I actually looked at all the paint schemes. There were some just straight up like blank cars. Like I think Jeb Burton keeps running just a plain white twenty seven and Xfinity, and it's kind of sad. But he got it some TV time with that one, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look as bad as my pick, which isn't. It's not very timely because this car's been running all season. This thing looks like ass. It literally looks worse than a plain car. Yeah, with with no scallops, it looks just. What the fuck are you doing? Come on, you can't tell me that looks the arch good. over the front wheel. Like, what are you? What is that? You At have an arch over, over the, the front wheel. Wheel? Like, <laughs> wheel? Yeah. What, what? Why are you doing that? So I think this is a picture from New Hampshire. Shout out to Joey Logano. He's got three wins. But yeah, this thing is uninspired. And then just like the black side skirts, but they still have the little red line. And uh, this is rough. What's that gray in the back? What the hell? Like, look at the rear is? bumper. No, like the rear bumper on the bottom. It's like, yeah, that's like oh, that's the Ford thing. And like that's the, the Ford un... Mustang oh, decal. Okay, okay. And then that's yeah. the diffuser. This thing's dirty, too. Jesus Christ. So anyway. 
Hopefully this will be... The center like, of the Pennzoil looks like slightly off color than the shell base. It is. It is. Because that's the Pennzoil sticker and that's the right Pennzoil color. But they wrapped the car in like a slightly darker yellow. It's gross. Uh, got that Fernando Alonso. <laughs> yeah. The wrong shade of uh, If we do more episodes of the show, that segment will be more exciting. Uh, but yeah, that <laughs> oh, car can sucks. I, can I plug mine real quick? Yeah, send an image if you have one. Um, I don't. I don't have to send it. You already know what it is. It's the uh, Ty Gibbs '54. He gets us paint scheme. We'll which which one was it this week? The he gets us. Uh, oh, did he drive? He oh god, he did. Hold on, I gotta I pull this up. Oh, this is no. too good. I haven't. Seen so this. this is along the same lines as I am second. If you may remember when I looked up that that sponsor, <laughs> this is a. Ty Gibbs car, <laughs> sponsored by well, like a a a thing that promotes Jesus. I'm pretty sure that's all they do. Oh, is that like the uh, Morgan Shepherd Jesus scheme? Yeah, it, makes, it, makes, it just says he gets us. It's like Jesus gets us, I guess. So, not gonna lie, the car looks good from that angle. So if anybody's watching the video of this, that looks hot from that angle. Like the car, the super <laughs> looks hot, but yeah, but like but, look at this stuff down here. They got the yellow, the gray, and then it's just kind of like up here. Like that doesn't line up at all. I, don't I know. mean, to be fair, he gets us, but Jesus died when he was thirty-three. I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. Why does him dying at 33 matter? Slap, you gotta explain that. This way underneath the uh, life expectancy of a human. Yeah, but he lived twice, didn't he? I that yeah, was and he thing. ascended to heaven, like, right afterwards, and he didn't live any after that. He gets us, like, huh. he gets us up to the, the, the age 33, and that's it. All right. According to Slap Shoes, this is your bold prediction of the week. You will die at 33 if you're named <laughs> Jesus. You will die after the age of 33, <laughs> and Jesus won't get you. Damn, he he doesn't get us. Um, do we have do we have any other things to add for this week's terrible episode of this stupid podcast? <laughs> we're gonna end it. Yeah, I mean we we should probably end it, but we do. Is we're probably, gonna end it. The death of Christ. If we do, <laughs> yeah, Rusty. If we do a second episode, we, we may won't. adjust we the, the segments. The we're gonna flow. But, oh, email, email, email. Plug email. Plug email. Oh yeah. Um. Send in your fan mail. We'll read it next week. And then that'll be a whole segment on the show. Um, I haven't set up an email yet. Uh, if we ever make another episode of this show, which we probably won't, then I'll set up an email. Um, send it to... Uh, send it to drivethroughforbusiness at gmail.com. I, uh, I should put it on the screen, should I? somebody else's email right there live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get it on the show. On the drive-thru for... Business at gmail.com. Send it, send it, we'll read it. Uh, there's probably about five of you watching the show at this point. Uh, oh, oh hold on. Let me, uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, for business. I thought it was, yeah, it's my stuff. business email. There you go. You can read it. It's on the screen. It was a uh, drive through for bussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, if you're one of the five people still watching up to this point, <laughs> hey, you get to you. respond to your fucking email. There it is, right there. Let's do it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, actually, please do send an email if you're one of the five people watching, because otherwise we're not going to get any emails. So, yeah, so just say hi. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's basically a guaranteed uh, 
way to get uh, responded to by yeah. drive through Rusty, yeah. Cody, and uh, Slap Shoes. And Ed, if he shows up. And Ed, if drive. he shows up. If, if that fucking bum ever shows his goddamn face. Maybe that'll be a bit. But just every week we say Ed's going to show up next week, and then he just never <laughs> does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, continue, we'll continue the podcast until Ed finally shows up, and then it's over. We're as done. As soon as he says hi, we just hit the stop button. It's done. <laughs> Shrimp Hours Presents is over. <laughs> we'll start up another podcast two years later. Yeah. Um. So that that about does it. Um. I'll play oh, the music, shit. the outro music. Oh, yeah. We doing the outro hey, music now? Yeah. Three I mean that's the, the show. Three years. It's true. We took three For years that? off to make this type of a podcast <laughs> with this guy who can't we focus didn't... his camera. <laughs> that's it. What do we do now? Uh, we never make another one of these ever again. All right. It's been. Oh. Wait, hold on. Bit I can't on say bye. Looks very happy. All right, say bye, slap and slaps cat. Bye. She's not happy about it, but she's here. This is a bit for the one and only episode of Shrimp Hours Presents. Hey.